up, bookworms? I'm your host, Stevie, and you may know me from my book review Instagram, Book Obsessed Reviews. Welcome back to episode four of Bookshelf Boyfriends. Today we have yet another exciting episode planned, and with me is my co-host, good friend, and published author, Monty J. What is up, guys? Um, uh, how is everybody doing today? I'm exhausted. I don't like being up this early. 11.30. 11.30. I just feel like it's too early for my body to just like get into the groove. You're I don't know. Your schedule. Yes. I'm like, and when I'm writing, I'm such a night owl. Like I'm such a write until four o'clock in the morning, sleep until one in the afternoon schedule. Look and guys, so- I get text messages until five o'clock in the morning with chapters I need to read it's chapters i just want to make sure that certain lines deliver the way that i want them to but they always do because i'm always like let me read this it's four o'clock in the morning i might be half asleep but let me read it so stevie what is going on in the book world inform me of all good things um let's see what what is new this week uh a very bossy christmas just came out today christmas stories are coming i'm so excited i hate christmas but I love the Christmas books. Listen, I don't like Hallmark Channel. I mean, I don't think that I don't like Christmas books, right? So, I mean, I think I like any type of book. And I don't think it matters what holiday it is. It's just, I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of, like, the Hallmarky stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But A Very Bossy Christmas, if anybody reads Kaylee Loring, she is hilarious. She cracks me up every time. Her books are very comedy-filled and... I fall over laughing probably most of the time when I read her books. However, I did read one Christmas book and I, it was something about, I can't remember the title of it. However, it was about this guy who was literally like the reincarnation of Jack Frost. It was like a paranormal kind of thing. And I was here for it. I was here for it. And he fell in love with a girl named Summer. And I died. I died. And he couldn't stay with her. Like he only stayed with her in the winter. And then when the, when spring came, right it like he had to go away and I cried I cried that's like like Olaf a little bit yeah (laughs) it's like a hot version of Olaf and like the guy on the cover had like that icy blonde hair with like those pale blue eyes and like pale skin like ripped and I was like yeah that's what Jack Frost looks like in my mind so what else is new this week oh Claire Ray if anybody knows that duo, they released Ruin Me this week, which actually today, it's release day. Happy release day. Woo-hoo. Claire Ray will eventually be on the show. We're working on it because they're in two different countries. Oh, gosh. That's cool. One of them is in Australia. The other one is in uh, Chicago. Chicago. Very odd mixed, but they're best friends. So I love that. I love that one's in Chicago. I just love that Australia. one of them lives in Australia. That's cool. Um, Far From Destined by Carrie Ann Ray is out this week, which was amazing, which is, I, I cannot remember if it's book three or four in her um, Promise Me series. My cover reveal was today. Your cover reveal was today for Shattered, ha- Shattered Ice. Shattered Ice? I up Shattered Hearts because of Ice Heart. <laughs> No, um, yes, cover reveal is today, and everybody got to see the beautiful model that I secured for Kai, and, like, Stevie knows the struggle, like, I literally was having a mental breakdown trying to find 
a model for Kai because I'd already had an idea of what he looked like in my head and nobody was fitting it. And then I found this guy and then it didn't work out the first time I was trying to purchase images of him. And then I found a different photographer that had similar images of him. And I was like, this is a godsend. <laughs> and I purchased like a few images for like teasers and then like finding, figuring out which one we were going to use for the cover was really hard. But like the look that he has in his eyeballs, that was Kai. Like to me, I was like, that is the cover I want to use. That's the picture I want to use for the cover. Like the look that he is looking like at your soul. That's Kai. So I'm popping up our list here. Since I think we should just go ahead and make some announcements of our own. About the bookshelf? Yep, about the bookshelf. Who's coming on the bookshelf? Oh, we got all kinds of cool people coming on the bookshelf. Stevie? Um, so if, if anybody has not paid attention i don't think we announced this of who's coming on yet but harlow wright is with us today super excited to talk to her usa today best-selling author super excited um, to talk to her next week we will have well next episode we'll have taylor danae colbert with us Ooh, my fellow marylander i'm obsessed woot, woot. um one I'm really excited for your release day. We're having Natasha Madison on. Yes, super excited. Has an internal fangirl moment. Fellow hockey. Hockey is in the building. Um, we are oh, we are here's a good one. We are doing a special episode that will um go live on December 1st. And that is Alexis Winter. And her release day edition. Ooh, so we yay. Are special release day edition and Thanksgiving episode with Alexis Winter, which I'm excited about. Yeah. My inner fangirl is popping with her, man, because she just, her, all her, all, she has the best series. All her series have been so amazing. Yeah. And then next year, we're still like planning out like where we want to go and stuff like that and how we're going to, if we're going to continue to do the every two Fridays and whatnot. But so vote, people vote. Let us know what you want to see. Yes. And if super excited. Every week and tell us because we need to know. Exactly. I am. I don't know. And like also, also chatting with CL Matthews, author of here lives a corpse she'll be it she'll be in here next year early she'll be next in year. here somewhere next year early next year super uh, excited about it i sarah cannot Nay wait sarah nay will be also in here next year oh my god I, literally a comedian an actual uh, comedian we do have for the remaining of the year that we have michelle b who is i love her to death she is like my little mob boss writer and I'm obsessed with her because she writes the best crime novel. <laughs> she also has a, I'm pretty sure it's a novelia coming out in December called Jingle My Balls. So yeah. I I love that title. That title made me laugh. She, me she was having a novella come out, but she wouldn't tell me the title. She goes, when it's revealed, you'll laugh. You'll really laugh at me. Oh, I died. <laughs> I love her. She is a sweetheart. Like genuinely, we'll have conversations on Instagram. And she is like such a genuine person. Like I love her. And then um, we also will have AM Koozie, which is Ashley and Marcus. They're a married couple that write. I cannot wait to talk to a couple. I'm excited to talk to them because I have been dying to get a duo 
a writing duo on this show. I just want to be able to look at her and be like, how do you write with your husband? Because well, what's funny is if you go onto their Instagram, there's a video of, because so many people ask this frequently asked question of who writes their sex scenes. I want to know. So Ashley in this video is like, well, it's all Marcus. And she's like, no, but it's really me. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. But I, they're I, such a cute couple. And when I was booking them, we were talking about when we were going to do it. And, um, they are just so cute and Ashley is the sweetest little soul ever and she was telling me what we were talking about making it work around their kids and them going to bed but they're just the sweetest married couple and I'm so excited about them I just can't wait to chat with a couple and be like like honest to god I mean I love tell us about your writings you're right I love my significant other but if he ever ever tried to write a book with me oh god you might kill him he might not be alive by the end of the book i don't think so and i just think that comes from my control issues of wanting to make sure that it's like the way that i want it that's why i don't think i'll ever be able to write eventually you could probably you probably would write one with somebody i don't i'd have to find somebody that has a style that works seemingly with me in order to let me do that i feel like you and i could write together because your control freak issues and I just I follow with what I'm told see then I'm basically writing but you're just typing (laughs) (laughs) no I mean I have ideas obviously I would give my ideas and I have a few people we had this whole conversation the other day about when you got so confused listen in my I have a few people in my head that I would love to write with. I mean, it's a it's a dream. Like, it'll probably never happen. But I have people in my head. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can't, you can't say you don't want to write with Stephen King. Like, I mean, obviously, we write two different genres. And he would probably never read my books. But I would love to just bask in his ambience for just a little bit. And then I have, two, I have two other people that I really love. Oh, speaking of, like, books and, like, new announcements and stuff like that, Gina Darling is publishing book six of the Fallen Men series called Dead Men Walking, and the cover reveal and blurb reveal is happening next week, and when I tell you that if she, I'm, I listen, I am praying to the book gods that she gives me wrath, okay? I need him in my life. If I don't get him, I'm going to cry. Everybody thinks it's Priest. If you read her series, you know. Like, if you've read... Um, she's a sweetheart, though. I follow yes, her. I love her. She's also... I'm pretty sure she's from Canada. But um, if you read her series, like, you know, like, it's like an MC, like the Fallen MC boys. And, you know, their whole story with, like, King and Zeus. Oh, my God. Daddy Zeus. I cannot even... <laughs> And just everybody, but everybody thinks it's priest for book six and dead men walking, but I am praying to the gods that it is wrath. I'm excited. Um, we'll get back in to talk about Harlow Ray because she'll be here today. I'm so excited to talk about all her books. Yes, me too. I cannot wait. And I kind of don't even want to talk about like just between me and you about it because then I feel like we're going to talk too much about it and not be able to have any questions for her. I'm fangirling already. Like I am so excited. I'm excited too. Um, And she's pregnant. So, oh my 
my goodness, we love pregnant women. Yay, we do. I think they're, they're cute, and she's she, she's just like I, every time she posts a picture of her baby bump, I'm like, you were just so adorable. Exactly, like, you were the cutest pregnant girl. <laughs> But, I always uh, say that about Willow Winters too, because she's expecting to, and they both announced they were pregnant at the same time. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, before we move on to talking to Harlow Ray, I want to say that everybody go vote. Vote people. Go out and vote. Do a ballot. Go somewhere. I don't know what your state requires you to do. But let's try and all try and vote. Whoever you decide to vote for is your business. But I just want to encourage people to go out and do a United States of America civic duty and vote. But also happy Halloween. All right. With us today, we have USA Today bestselling author, Miss Harlow Ray. Thank you for joining us. Super Thank you for having me. We are super excited to talk to you. Stevie has been fangirling for like the past <laughs> week and a half. She's super excited. We're both super excited to talk to you. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm excited to talk to you guys too. Breaker so, is one of my favorite books that she actually read Breaker because of me. Listen. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> my Breaker that baby. Book. That one, yeah, it's a fan favorite. <sighs> I love them so much. Like, I literally, my heart and soul lives with those characters. So I'm not Oh, even- I know. It was hard for me to leave Silo Springs. I might go back to that. I would, I would cry. I I just, I agreed to do um, an anthology for a charity and I'm thinking about like picking, I guess, a few side characters that some people have asked me about, but I haven't committed to anything, so I don't want to say anything. But (laughs) around Christmas time, we might get a little something. I would would love that. I don't know, (laughs) there was just something about Grady and I I don't know, there's something about their like connection. I literally told Stevie this morning, I was like, I think my favorite part of the whole book is like, when they would see each other and they were just like, hey, great. He, she's like, hey, great. And he's like, hey, soot. And it's like, yeah. you just, they feel, you feel everything. They don't uh-huh. even have to say anything. It made my heart literally die. Yeah. We were sending quotes to each other earlier. Yes. They literally yeah. those no, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, so since this is usually the first question that we usually ask everybody um, to like segue into everything else, where did your love of storytelling come from? Oh, well, that's a good question. I mean, I've always been a journaler. So ever since I was little, um, I've loved to write and, but not necessarily stories, but more just like, you know, like little notes or um, like doodly kind of things, you know, um, the bullet journals of elementary school, if you will. <laughs> but um, I didn't really start writing uh, like longer things till probably, yeah, like high school, um, mm-hmm. where it was just more... Like I enjoyed actually writing papers um, and things like that. And especially when like, I've always been a big fan of romance. Um, I was obsessed with Nicholas Sparks books when I was growing up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can't, I cannot. I know. I stopped reading them now because they're very repetitive for me. Yeah. Um, back then, I mean, I was, I was so in love with this, like, you know, just that yeah. gushy, gushy I mean I know it's like over the top romance but but you know when you're young um and you want like for me you know you just like dream about like meeting that one anyway so I think I love I love his books like I like you said they they do become a little repetitive like they're the characters in themselves but yeah I do love his books I've read all of them it's just I cannot do it anymore because somebody <laughs> yeah. either dies 
I think it's or eight eight. in a car accident. And yeah. I cannot handle that. I can't do it. Yeah. So it's not, but, I'm not, you know, just through the, I don't know. So it just kind of blossomed and um, I've just, yeah, I've always been a big reader and it's just kind of, you know, some story ideas of my own, or I think a lot of people say they're searching for a book that they wanted to read. Um, yeah. And then you can't find it. And so, so you write it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you can't, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, I'm going to, you know, give this a shot. And yeah. And I always, so, yeah. And it, so and was it, there like oh. a moment that you had where you were like, I am going, because I know like for me, I had like multiple ideas and like multiple like snippets of things, but until like I nailed like one idea down and like went with it was when I really was just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to like put my time in. Was there like a moment that you were like, yep, this is happening. We're doing it. Uh, I think so. Well, so I had started my debut, like I had started writing it, like I think in 2013, like the general idea of it. Um, Mm -hmm you know where there's this like broken hero and he goes off and they've been friends but he kind of like disappears and she has to be the one um to you know bring him back to I love broken bad boys yes yeah (laughs) yeah so and that's exactly what Xander I mean and so it was this idea that I had but then I kind of put it to the side and I had I had a baby and you know did some other things but then when my son was a year old and I was like you know, I'm going to, I'm going to actually give this a shot. Like, I remember it was like right after he turned one and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. And I think a big part of what was holding me back is it's a really scary leap. Uh, just knowing authors, like I had been a big reader and in the community um, already. And so mm-hmm. I knew from authors, like how, how big of this, like, it's hard. It's really intimidating to put your work out there for people oh yeah to review and read you know and so I think that was a big a big roadblock for me to being like I want to write this but I don't really want to like have other people read it yes yes (laughs) I think finally I just like kind of like put on my big girl panties and I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna do it so my hands sweat even just thinking about it like so when I first I released my first novel this year and like I think that was another thing is because like I was similar to you and that I was like involved in like the community already and so I was like friends with a few authors and like I knew like what they went through and like all the things that like happened and I mean I have a Goodreads profile and like all that stuff so I was like oh geez lord I don't know if I want to do this this makes me so nervous my hands are literally sweating right now yeah like let me put my heart and soul into this book and then give it to you and then (laughs) you might rip it to shreds like and it's just a very scary thing and I think it's it's really hard and I don't know I think being able to do it is just being able like being able to do that you have to have like a kind of like a thick skin to just be able to like let it roll off your shoulders but it's a lot like easier said than done Yes, it definitely is. Yeah. And I mean, you're definitely putting yourself in in a vulnerable situation. That's not easy, you know, for a lot of people. And yeah, it's just kind of accepting the fact that of course not everybody's going to love it, but yeah, people that do love it. And when you hear, you know, so like Breaker, of course, you know, Breaker got a lot of hard press, but the people who love it, it's like, it all balances out, you know, and you just kind of have to like tell yourself this, like, and yeah like you're writing it for the people that are going to enjoy it not the people right. that want. when you have to accept like not everybody's gonna love it yeah <laughs> it's gonna be okay and I mean I like that whole I don't 
I like that whole, those all three books, like Breaker, Loner, and Keeper. Oh God, I love them all. I love them all. Uh, but I don't know. There's just something about Grady. Like there's, I don't know the, the quote where it's like, you're my something happy. Like you're my happy or whatever. Something, yeah. <gasps> I can't, I literally cannot. I would die if somebody <laughs> looked at me and said that to me. I can't. Uh, I know it's so romantic. <laughs> I know. So tell us, speaking of your books, tell us a little bit about your new release, Left for Wild. And oh, okay. So Left for Wild is another, is a good example of like a book or, a, you know, like a trope that I can't find enough, like as a mm-hmm. reader, um, you know, the stranded, that stranded trope or where they're like, yeah, like stuck off somewhere together or, you know, you hear it a lot where um, one of them maybe gets stuck in a snowstorm and then they like it's yes but for that so this idea was yeah had been kind of like building in my mind um but also how to kind of pull it off because you have to figure out how to get get them somewhere or like to make it believable or realistic. yes <laughs> so, that it happens yeah so I wrote the book I mean I started really thinking about it I think in like February um I have it like sitting here so and I bought I bought oh my god he's so pretty (laughs) in February and so I always kind of I do um the cover pretty early and to like motivate me and stuff like that and so I kind of built it off it's gonna happen in the snow like I watched (laughs) documentaries but he's got on a snow jacket we can't have it in the Sahara desert that is correct (laughs) to be Yes. So it's just like bits and pieces. Um, but what can I, can I say about it? So yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, it's like a straight to lovers. They don't, they don't really know each other until, yeah, they're like plopped into the middle of the Canadian wilderness. <laughs> I don't know how much you want me to share about it without giving spoilers. But yeah, uh, it's pretty much like they're, these people are revenge on the on um, Halder is the hero. Um, yes. And then she is taken to kind of make it more difficult or like harder for him, even though they don't know each other. Like he he had been in prison and she worked at the prison. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I love, I love all of that. I love all of that. And was there like it's a specific for me, idea? I think it's a different book. So if you take a chance on it though, I mean, if those have been really positive. So. I don't think I've read any, um, like, I don't think I've read any, like, I think I've maybe read like one, like you're stranded. And I think that mm-hmm. was a uh, storm from the ashes to ember series. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, where they yeah. were stranded on the side of the road or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's a really, one. that's the only one I've even read and I really liked mm-hmm. it. So I'm going to have to read that so was there like a specific idea that you saw or like a movie or a quote or something that you saw and you were like yeah I'm gonna write a book about it and there's gonna be a character about it (laughs) (laughs) I yeah so there's always images I'm um I'm very inspired by images so I do a lot of like Pinterest boards and things story of my life yeah so I love so it's always (laughs) you know sometimes they'll just take like one image or like I said so that the um like when I'm thinking about the next book I want to write and then so the cover image was very or this like I have a few more from the series of those pictures but so that was very inspiring for me just to like imagine this this guy like so I kind of built it off of him mm-hmm. um, like the hero and like how he was like wrongly accused and framed and then how she was gonna kind of play into it and how to also get her <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere so <laughs> 
so yeah it kind of all started with a few pictures and like a board and then it just like sprouted from there blossomed like imagining the wilderness like the mountains and the forest like that was a really big part of it yeah and that's where the story too is like yeah their environment so mm-hmm. so that's a good way to segue into this question so do you start your writing process like that like does it start out like you see an interest on pinterest and you're like oh yep i'm gonna write a whole book about this picture like yeah. is well, that how your writing process works like- yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think, I mean, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I've said that several times. So um, one of my books, like, Ask Me Why, um, on the back, the, the picture on the back, here, I can get the book, hold on. Excuse my big belly here. I don't know if you guys know I'm, like, about to pop. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so this Congratulations, image, by the way. Um, oh, so I, I found that. this image uh, had been in, like, I mean, it was almost a year prior to me writing the book, but that like image of this, I just like got like so much feels from her and just like, there was going to be like this broken heroine. Right. And she's yeah. overcome all this stuff. And anyways, so yeah, I'm very, that's typically how my writing process starts mm-hmm. where I like have a general idea yeah. and then I start a little bit of the research or like, yeah, looking for pictures, like things that inspire me, like how I'm going to make the story work. Yeah. So do you do like an outline or are you more of like a wing it type of person? Yeah. No, I don't really outline. <laughs> I'm always Wait, amazed um, now because it seems like more authors are not outline people anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just the most, I, like, I think everyone we talk to has been like, yep, we just, we wing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say, so I write my blurb first mm-hmm. and I, so I kind of use that as a, I mean, it's a very like, broad outline but so, so I have like a general idea of like where I want this story to go but I've mm-hmm. always written yeah I've always had the blurb done and then so that kind of guides the story and then of course I change it and things like that but I tend to write like little snippets of scenes so <laughs> I do that it kind of falls together but no I don't outline I never have I mean that I mean I think every author that we've talked to so far has said the exact same thing that like they start out with like a broad idea and they kind of just run with it and then it just falls into place like like I my my ADHD would not allow me like I would never write a book I would never finish it if I allowed myself to do that because I would start writing about like a butterfly and end up like it being a dragon (laughs) and (laughs) I can't allow myself to do that and so I, I write the blurb. I, I wish I could write the blurb first. I literally just finished writing my blurb like two days ago and the cover reveal on the blurb. Your hockey like, series would end up today. Being, yeah, I yes. think a lot of people do okay. that too. You know, or they do, they, um, you know, make the cover once the book is almost done, but it, you know, yeah. we have our, our process. And say, I wish I could. I, I have I friends could. who have like a huge outlines and they're so detailed and I'm like, I can't do that I just yeah I, mean, I just can't do it More everybody's brain works differently yeah exactly everybody's and I mean I don't even I don't even do like a big broad outline I basically just think of like big high points where I'm like okay yeah. I definitely want these things to happen and then I just fill in the gaps as I go but mm-hmm. if I don't at least give myself some type of structured environment like I said like my hockey series would end up being like a mafia <laughs> at the end of it <laughs> so I have to like keep myself in check or my brain she always will... makes fun of me because I'm the color-coded person oh yeah she's the person who outlines things stresses me out but I'm also a blogger so to me when it comes to booking arcs and stuff like that you have to have an outline 
Yeah, or you have yeah. to be organized. I mean, for real, because otherwise you can fall fall to pieces pretty quick. I could. Yeah. I, could I have Excel sheets. I have. A, I have a planner. I have sticky notes. I, I, yeah, I, have, I have everything plan. everywhere. The sticky notes <laughs> yeah. are an issue for me. I have so many of them everywhere. It's I think Lillian Leota was the one who said she has sticky notes all over her computer. Oh yeah, it's insane. It's like little ideas of like things that I want to do. Yes. And then, or if I'm writing, yeah, I'll all of a sudden have like this little pile of sticky notes and then I like have to like go through them and like type them up. <laughs> there was a quote. I know that there was a quote in here somewhere that I liked. Where is it at? And like, you have to sift through it to find it. Yeah, that's me. Like every day of my life. Oh, yeah. So is there any like real life inspiration that you pull that you use from your books? Like, you know, like any relationships or like friendships or anything of that nature that you like? Yeah, well, I, I don't no that it's necessary well it's probably yeah it's inspiration but like specific quotes <laughs> like funny things like I'm always jotting them down yeah um, especially now that my I mean my son is four and he says really random hilarious things and I'll like keep keep them or like uh what my husband says and just <laughs> go back to them when I find a character that can can say those things. <laughs> yes or, um, okay so <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story um, when I first was writing my first book and I was doing research. I was out with my friends and I, I was asking guys if their balls tingled. <laughs> you read that. You read so that. Like, I don't know. Do balls tingle? You know? And um oh my God. I would have yeah and they're all like amazing. No. My balls Why are you my friend? <laughs> what are you like, doing? Oh God. That's my- like these are, are you sure? Because all these books, like the guy's balls are tingling. And they're like, my balls have never tingled. And I'm like, all right, well, check that out. The list. Can't say their balls are tingling. <laughs> I think you, oh my God, you just made me expose my God awful laugh on this podcast. Jeez. Oh my God. That's so funny. My friends would do some stuff like that. That's yeah. like, she's like researching. Like she's not just Googling. Yeah. Harlow Ray is out there in the field. I'm out there. I'm taking notes. At the, well, I can't go, can't go anywhere right now, but yeah, I was doing good, like field research interviews. Yep, yeah, for sure. I so, love that so, so I don't much. Know. Yeah, I get inspiration just like, you I know, could just see her at the bar now with the, with the sticky note. Just, yeah. just like, okay, so balls not tingling. Got it. Like, yeah. And then I'm like, so if they don't tingle, it's like, what it's happened? more just like to go numb and I'm like well that doesn't sound exciting yeah like I can't <laughs> like, put that I'm like so book. can I make their balls well not if you want to be realistic okay fine no balls tingling whatever <laughs> I can't exactly make you go numb either because that's weird right but I mean can you just I think be a little more specific I don't know <laughs> do you find it harder I mean obviously you're a female so like do you find it harder to write from a male's point of view or like easier like how is that I think it's I actually I think it's um well it's different and it, it's easier a little bit because of just mostly my poor husband he has to deal with me asking questions but um <laughs> he's so much more like I said like he's just like it just feels good like that's how he describes it you know it's like yeah feels good. Like, you know as a woman we're like oh my gosh it's like it comes in from my you know my like gut and it's just like spreads out and it's like this <laughs> <lovely Feel here. laughs> and my husband's like it just feels good I don't really know how you want me to explain it like I like it enjoy it I mean so so it's just different like I think it's fun to write from both sides because they're completely different experiences so yeah 
I had to like Google because I wanted to make sure that it was accurate. And I have a lot of guy friends. And so I had a lot of available resources to pull from, right? But I had, I wanted to Google. I was like, I remember, I remember this like Googling and saying how to write from a male's point of view, because it's a, and it's a lot different than writing from a female because I feel like females lead with like emotions, mm-hmm. like with like they're very fluid and how they feel and stuff like that. And not everybody's like that, but like a majority. And then like men, they tend to lead more of like a, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it's more like in their head, I guess. And like when yeah, they allow their black and white, I just feel like, you know. Yeah. And women are like very gray. Like we live, we live, we're in the gray area and guys are very black and white. Like, and so it was super hard for me to be like, all right, so this is how we have to do this. Mm-hmm. But um, so speaking of your characters, if you could be any of your characters for one day, male and female one, who would you be and why? Oh, that's, oh, that's a good question. Um, okay. So I would probably be uh, Raven from Gent, like the heroine, mm-hmm. um, just because I think that she had like so much fun and like moving to a new town. Like I always just like that, like, you know, she just kind of like picks up and like moves to a new space and, yeah. uh, you know, with her friends there. And then she's a baker and I'm a horrible baker. Same, me too. I would burn frozen cookies. <laughs> be really fun <laughs> <laughs> to be a good baker. I'm yeah. so bad at baking. Like little creations that she does. Um, so I think that would just, I think that would be really fun. Um, and then oh, the hero. Gosh, I don't know. Um, I think you know I would probably be um, Decker from Keeper. Yes. Keeper. Yeah, because I think that he has a really fun yeah like a good personality yeah yes. and he's like you know charming and sweet and he doesn't take things like too seriously necessarily um but he's also like a good guy so I think that I was telling Stevie I think that Decker gives me I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher his name when I say it and I apologize but he gives me like Alex Skosgard like vibes do you know who that is how oh, do you yeah. say his name I don't know how you say his name Eric you can just say like, Eric yes from True Blood oh god <laughs> So that's the vibes that he gives me. And even the cover model, like a little bit. When I first saw it, I said, hold a minute, wait a minute. But now it's like, wait, just kidding. That's not him. But he even, he gives me that vibe of like, just like, I mean, even though Eric's not a good guy, but like, he looks like it. Like, you know, like, I don't know. There's something about like blonde hair and blue eyes that automatically make me think you are the golden retriever of men. Like, because of that. It's funny that you say that because when I ride Breaker the first time, I totally thought of Scott Eastwood. Oh God! Yes. From when when I was watching um the longest ride. Spoiler alert! My next, my next um book I already started a Pinterest board and Scott Scott Eastwood is. I the, love him. The inspiration. My whole heart. He just oh. he looked like he just, I felt like it was I was watching him on in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Every time he was greedy, and it was it was just funny. It was so funny that I could picture him. I don't even know who I, I mean, I feel like for Breaker, oh my God, this is going to be so embarrassing. I can't even believe I'm about to say this, but it's whatever. When I was, <laughs> when I was reading Breaker, I totally imagined my ex-boyfriend, like absolutely, like his personalities, they were like the same person. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Harlow Ray needs to get out of my personal life because this is bringing up memories. Oh, well, hopefully they aren't. <laughs> but no, 
Probably they were the good, the good parts. Of oh it. yeah, they were definitely the good parts. But I mean, uh, I okay. I love, but I like books that make because I feel like that makes it more realistic for readers if they can relate it to somebody that they know. So it yeah. makes it more believable and like more like tangible for yeah to to, yep yeah so yeah I literally the whole book and I tried so hard to like not but it was every (laughs) single time I was like oh god I hate my life right now but I love that book I it's so good so good um I love that one too makes me want to move to Wyoming (laughs) I don't think I want to move to Milo Springs I don't yeah Milo Springs yeah I I, I don't want to give too much away about the epilogue of that book, but I want to know where the candy shop idea came from. <laughs> oh, like the second epilogue? Yeah, it's from their honeymoon. Oh, it's from this book. Is that what it was? Oh, that's right. It yeah, was. Never mind. Now I remember because I read that afterwards. Yeah, Thicken is in Ask Me Why, which released right before Breaker. And so I tied it together. I know some people were like, that, that would explain why I but I also read that afterwards. Yeah, but I also, um, you know, just in case, you know, far down the line, I ever want to like connect books or see, like, so I have this like little thing of being like, oh, remember in the epilogue when they went? Just such a weird. It was like it was funny because when I read it, yeah, before, like it didn't make sense, and I was like, I was just like, why are they in Minnesota? <laughs> so well, she had always like said she wanted house. to go to Minnesota. Right. Yeah. You leave like and then a they end up at Thicket. Yeah, you leave like a little breadcrumb in case you ever just want to be like, oh, like I want to tie these books together. And if somebody's like, oh, I don't understand how they tie together. Do you not remember that time that they they were yeah, there? You remember, that, you remember that one sentence? In that <laughs> book? Yeah, that that's, was that's right there. I thought the queen of the queen of series of like these uh, tying series together with the, like and it can and it's two separate series and leaving breadcrumbs in books is um oh who the crescent cove series I don't remember, those don't girls the, it's um taryn quinn it's two of them oh okay, okay. okay i know who she is okay they those two girls who write who have written the crescent cove series have managed to write three other series inside of crescent cove all of their characters have been into this little town oh, Perfect. So cool. at some point See, and that's so fun. And I know like readers, readers really love that. Um, and I think it's also fun as the author just to be like, oh, this is going to be really exciting to like bring these characters together. Yeah. They even have a, um, at the back of the book, they even have this, this directory of, yeah. who, of who is who and who is married to who, whose babies are who, mm-hmm. whose siblings I are who. love reading books like that I love reading books like that but like I said I could not my brain I mean as of right now my brain would not allow me to do that I could possibly do like like I am gonna do a so like parents and then children yeah getting into like grandchildren and great grand I'm like yeah I'm lost I don't remember what happened back in the day and it it, my brain would never be able to handle that right right I know uh it takes, yeah, that's another like layer of, I know people ask me all the time about like the kids. So I've had, I've had mm-hmm. a few kids in my books and they're like, oh, what about this one story? And I'm like, yeah, maybe. And then that would be like a point where I would probably like have them meet. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how it's going to happen, but that's how it would work. <laughs> do you prefer to write, like, which one do you think is easier? So like, I know that there's like, 
you have like typical like alpha males like in books right so like do you prefer to write like bad boys or like typical like good guys like which one's easier for you to write and which one do you prefer well easier to write I mean uh I think I think it's probably the same so I I prefer and I think it's also easier maybe because I like it um are the broken like assholes yes (laughs) like um because I always like in my head I just like want there to be this one woman who can redeem them yeah like I just feel like in my in my heart is always like so special when there's that one woman who like sleeps in and like yes not like changes him but just is like that person for them who inspires yeah them to just like turn over a new leaf or like to see the brighter side or whatever so yeah I yeah think it's like guys I really I really like to write them it's like that one quote where it says it's like uh a boy is just a boy until he meets the right woman and he like becomes a man right and so like it it made me think of this thing where like there was a scene in a book that I read where this guy was getting into a fight okay he was like fighting this guy super like angry or whatever fighting this guy and the girl came in and she was like hey like look at me like like it's me or whatever and it made me think to like when I was in high school and I saw girls do that with guys and I was like he's gonna hit you (laughs) (laughs) I was like this um that happens in books and that happens in books very rarely have I seen it happen in person but I was like he's gonna hit you like I just know that they're gonna get into a fight and hit you and I think but at the same time I still love to read about that like even though I know that I've seen it not work out like with my eyes I love reading about it yeah and that's the beauty of romance or just like fiction in general is like you can just make kind of the impossible like sure that works yeah like possible um so what is your favorite trope to write and why uh I definitely I definitely love the small towns Mm -hmm. Um, I think I've just kind of like fallen into that and yeah it's really fun I really love like building these places uh we have a lot of these cute little small towns in Minnesota um and so I just yeah I've really kind of enjoyed writing those but then I also will break apart sometimes here and there and you know I've I've written other things so but I always kind of like to come back to small town so my next one is another small town which I'm excited I love small towns me too small towns and secret babies you and the secret babies I swear I love secret babies that's literally I I have yet to write a secret baby I've done surprise babies but if you do it Stevie's on it She's yeah, on it. all right. See, uh, the secret even babies. Surprise I babies. I read um, I read an art class night, which is forgot to tell me something. Forget to tell me something. Yeah, which was amazing, and it was a surprise pregnancy, and it was like love at first sight type of surprise pregnancy, and I was like so excited about it. I signed up for all the secret babies. Yes. Do you? Favorite. Some people don't like some people don't like kids in books or you know babies in books and and so it just kind of depends. I think it's weird and they're like what why should they be sharing their one night stand babies and I'm like because it's realistic that people have children in today's times but even it's realistic that people don't birth control fails man it fails with high children too like that's a realistic thing <laughs> I mean it's I it does happen do you write different tropes than what you read because I know for me personally like. I write like sports romance and stuff like that, but like I read dark romance. Mm-hmm. So 
I actually, I am a big um, paranormal fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read almost, I mean, I don't know, like, so especially when I'm writing, if I'm deep in the cave, like I can't read, yeah, like typical romance or like anything like new adult contemporary, just because it kind of like messes with me. Yes. Um, so, and I think maybe that's kind of how I felt heavier onto the paranormal but I'm like super super into faded mates um or just like those soulmates yeah one true love kind of stuff um but it also not necessarily just like shifters um can just be anybody or even just like dystopian stuff or kind of like the evermore series where like have you read that one um I don't think so it's super good it's where like her boyfriend dies but like he's like comes back and he's a ghost and he like stays with her oh and then like throughout the it's so good you'll cry at the end but it's really good yeah so if you like paranormal stuff yeah I'm always looking for more of the faded mates so again this is where I'm at I probably I would probably never do it but I'm always like I can't ever find you know just like enough of the faded mates like the way that I want them to be yes I know that when I'm writing I try to I can't do the I can't read contemporary romance either because yeah. it's like like I said my my brain will go in like 9,000 directions so I read Stephen King like over and over and over again yeah, like he's who, read, he's who I've read since I was young and so it's just a good break from like writing my own words and I know that he's not going to distract me because I don't need to have a cat come to life after okay. I've killed it in my book (laughs) right and I'm like I'm not gonna have any aliens swooping in and like (laughs) that kind of thing (laughs) so um one of like another big thing that we ask and we like to see how different authors handle is how do you handle negative feedback from certain books yeah so I think we kind of yeah we kind of we're talking about growing a thicker skin and stuff like that so it's just it's one of those things that you have to yeah, just prepare yourself for. I think especially for new authors, it's very easy to get discouraged or feel like people are kind of like out to get you, um, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so you just really have to deep in your heart, tell yourself like, I'm proud of the fact that I wrote this book. Like it's a big deal. Like even it's like a huge accomplishment just to write a book, you know? And so just really trying to hold on to your happy somethings. (laughs) And my gradient Sutton I'm holding yeah, on to that you know <laughs> it's, it's so true and it's so important just to be there for yourself and you have to always just love your book like you have to no matter what like own it and say mm-hmm. like this is my book like this it turned out exactly how I wanted it like I didn't write it for this person who gave me a one star really nasty review and they probably didn't even read it I mean a lot of people who yes. who write those really scathing reviews it's like they didn't maybe necessarily read the whole book or whatever else and so I don't know yeah. you just have to let, let it roll off your back and just know that for every bad review you have you know 10 good reviews or whatever but yeah, yeah. I mean I think that area of expertise I'm sorry what there is are no bad books in my opinion oh yeah yeah I've they're never... just different books and th- exactly that's what I kind of tell myself it's like and I'm a huge reader and I refuse to like give really, I, I would never give nasty reviews. Like even when, before I was writing, like I would never give a book, like I think even below like four stars, I just wouldn't rate it, you know, yeah. just cause it's not for me or like, I didn't love it. Doesn't mean, I don't know. I just, I never really felt right 
yeah, going harsh on a book. And, but. and I feel like that's because I feel like you can respect the writing and mm-hmm. not like the book. And yeah, so, exactly. and it's not for everybody, you know, like, which is something you have to tell yourself too. Like my new book that I just released, like, yeah, people are like, it's not realistic that they ended up in the middle of nowhere like that. And that's ridiculous. I'm like, okay, well, that's your opinion. That's fine. Yeah. And it's like a bit of it is kind of like, it's Rome. It's a contemporary. I just want to be like, it's a contemporary romance novel. It's a right. It's a, it's a novel that I wrote. I don't need it to be re- extremely realistic. Like, I mean, understandably, like I didn't like have them like in the middle of the woods and there was like a cheetah in the Canadian for like, see, that would be unrealistic because a right. cheetah is not going to be in the Canadian woods. Okay. But it's still like, when I'm like, obviously these are extreme circumstances. Like, yes, it's exactly happening every day. <laughs> I but mean, it's totally possible for them to get captured and dropped off. Anyways, so it's just if you're going to let yourself kind of go there. And it's, yeah, like I said, it's it's not, you know, a typical just like easy small town romance, like some of my other books. And so, yeah, it's not going to be for everybody. And I knew that kind of going into it. And I feel like when you say like you write a contemporary romance, unless like you put like, I feel like if you have the genre title, like paranormal romance or like dark romance, people give you a little bit more leeway because, Mm -hmm. you know, they're a little bit more unrealistic because of what they fall under the category. Build that world. And it's exactly. (laughs) But like when you say contemporary romance, people don't give you that leeway as much to be unrealistic because, you know, whatever. But I mean, when I read books, personally, when I read books, I kind of, there are times that I kind of want like something to be unrealistic. Like, I don't want to read something that I feel like I could walk down the store and like buy. Does that make sense? Like, I, like I could walk down to my like town and like it would happen to me. Like, I kind of yeah. want to fall in love with my uh, a non-existent older brother's best friend. Okay. <laughs> like, you want, yeah. You want to meet Scott Eastwood at the corner and be like, hey. Oh, yeah. I want to get trapped in the woods with somebody that's really hot that was wrongfully convicted. Okay. Like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how I'm like, that's what the beauty of, yeah, books in general, I think, are just stories and fiction. And that. Yeah. And a lot of readers think that they need to be so real life or like everything. Yeah. Nothing can happen like that. And I'm like, it happens all the time. You just don't know these people. Yeah, I think that just comes back to the point that there's, yeah, of course, we're all different and we like different things and we have different expectations and that's mm-hmm. totally fine. But, and yeah. I mean, I think doing like proper research for certain things, like, I mean, on the other aspect of it, if you're going to write about, you know, a certain topic or a certain characteristic that your character has, I mean, I understand like doing the research and re- mm-hmm. respecting like what that is properly and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I guess there's like two spectrums of it so I mean I do like a lot of research when I'm when I'm writing about something that I'm not like exactly 100% familiar with like my uh stepmother has a friend who's an RN and so like anytime I want to shoot somebody or anything (laughs) like that I like message her and I'm like listen so if somebody is to go through this would they live and what would need to be done for them to live right and so just to make sure that I'm not like being too like outside of the box, because I've read like certain books, you know, like whatever it's like, like you see in some movies where they get shot like 80 times and they're still alive. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, like, unless he's a dragon warrior, that is just not possible. It's, yeah. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> um, so uh, what is one trope 
that you would write that's out of your comfort zone? Like, oh, um, like, okay. Well, I don't, I mean, I feel like I've taken some, so my third book was a stalker romance. And I feel mm-hmm. like that, yeah, that was kind of stepping outside of my book. I would love to write another stalker romance, yes. um, you know, where it's more, more dark. Um, but if I want to go, so yeah, I would love to, in my heart of hearts, like, yeah, write a paranormal faded mates, like dystopian. Like I have already have like a general idea, but I don't know that it's ever going to happen, but I would love to do it. So, yes. If, if I would it, love to read it. So, so I that's love that I would like to do. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but I think it would be really fun. Yeah. And I mean, I think stepping, I mean, there are times when I'm writing and like, I'll talk, be talking, I'll be like, this part is stressing me out. And like, my friends will be like, maybe it's just because you're writing something that doesn't feel comfortable to you. And that's why, like, there's a difference in feeling uncomfortable and not liking what you're writing. And I think when you like push yourself to like write something that makes you uncomfortable and then you like overcome that, you're like, yes, look what I did. Hello. And so I think that's super cool. And yeah, so I think that is all the questions that we have and uh, this has been super super fun and thank you so much for joining us and talking to you this has my been my first podcast and you guys are amazing so this oh thank you it makes me super nervous literally there's sweating. not a lot of podcasts out there that we've found so far yeah like video ones I mean I think usually the ones um I've listened to or mm-hmm. I guess um yeah are just audio so this is fun yeah and I mean it's I mean I love talking to new people I like getting people's opinions on certain things and finding out the fact that I'm obviously like I outline things and I thought that a lot of people did that but apparently I am alone (laughs) (laughs) definitely not alone I mean I think it depends it really depends like and people I don't know if it just gets like you kind of like verge away from that eventually too or maybe like the opposite like you start your process is not outlining so much and then you realize well this would probably be easier if I was better organized and outlined (laughs) (laughs) I've never really changed I mean I think it depends on the book like some books you definitely need to be paying more attention to like the lines or to making sure that you're not forgetting anything or skipping um, tying up loose ends and whatever but no, but thank you so much for talking to us and we've had such a good time and congratulations on your pregnancy and I hope that everything goes well and the baby is healthy and it goes all all as well in that thank department. You. She has the hiccups again right now, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. My oh, I love babies. Had hiccups and she has them all like starting I think last week I felt them the first time but so she Does it feel weird? That's such an odd question, it but just is it, feel, it feels like a pulse, like a little like it's just, and it's so funny. Oh my God. I would, I would, I don't know if I would freak out or cry. It really feels like a hiccup. Like it's like, you can just tell it. Cause she's like, you know, that's so anyway. freaking cute. <laughs> yeah. So, well, thanks guys. No problem. I hope okay, you have a great rest of your day. Oh, jinx. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to our Spotify and make sure you're following us on iTunes.